Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hardhats. And I know your co-host you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we're going to do so eating a little bit of junky junk. So me and Candace that oh I hit the desk. Me and Candace today have Twix. Why are they cold? So many Twix. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They melted in the car. Oh no. So I put them in the fridge and I was hoping that Whoa, they're like Re- rebirth. You also have a left Twix, and I have a right Twix. Well, everyone knows left is better than right. Or left Twix, not left. left. The left is wrong and right is right. No. Right is wrong and left is right. Also, you must know, I've seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching it about 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I've seen season one and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. Okay. All right. So today's episode we have for you is Mr. Monk and the Really, Really Dead Guy. Season 5, episode 15. Here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see a street musician walking home after his nightly performance. A mystery man sneaks up on him in an alley and proceeds to bludgeon, suffocate, poison, stab, shoot, and crush the musician, all while checking each murder method off a list. When the police find the body with a note attached, they know that they are dealing with a serial killer, the six-way killer to be exact, and in his note, he also has proclaimed to take another life in 36 hours. The FBI comes in quickly to push Stottlemyre and the gang to the wayside and overtake the investigation. Monk tries to navigate his way through some 21st century tech unsuccessfully, but of course it's not necessary as he suspects they aren't dealing with a serial killer at all. He is right, and his biggest clue is the 36-hour deadline given by the killer. Why 36? Such a strange choice. Then it comes together. It takes 36 hours for food to digest in someone's body. Someone was trying to distract the police from examining the contents of another victim's stomach that Monk had seen in the medical examiner's office earlier. The stomach contents could be traced back to a particular restaurant that served a special cake with golden flakes and flower petals. They are able to track down the killer through his credit card from the restaurant and take him out with some high-tech gear after all. Woohoo! So that's Mr. Monk and the Really, Really Dead Guy. Really? It's an interesting title. That's one of the more silly titles, I feel like. Because he is really, really dead. Technically, he's really, 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 really dead. Really, really, really dead. But that would be a way silly. So what did you like about this episode, Candace? All right. We've got some Natalie Burns, okay? We do. We do have some Natalie Burns. The first one is, did you write either of these down? Uh, the ones where she roasts Randy or? I'll talk about the Randy one. Okay. So <laughs> Randy is talking with Natalie and she gets a call on her phone or something and she's like, oh, it's my date. He's a uh, co-pilot. And he's like, co-pilot? Oh, you mean second in command? Second in command has no real responsibility. She goes, isn't that what you do? He just, he just reflects. <laughs> Natalie Burn. For real. 
Okay, the other Natalie Byrne is when they're in the high-tech gadget bus, right? And Monk is riding on the combo TV blackboard. Mm-hmm. He's and, and Monk asks, oh, so is this some type of TV blackboard combo? And he's like, no. And Natalie's like, well, it is now. <laughs> Natalie Byrne. That is Natalie Byrne. Okay. Monk doesn't understand phones. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. He's like, I love, oh my gosh, I love the face that he makes when Natalie's yelling from the bathroom, Mr. Monk, please answer the phone. Please, it's really important. Please answer the phone. And he's holding up the purse and he's like about to unzip the purse and he looks at Stottlemyre and is like, oh God. He does not want to stick his hand in the purse. And it's not like a scared like, ew. It's like a eye roll, almost Mm -hmm. like, ugh, geez, she's making me do this. Um, I like Mr. Monk's username and password. Mr. Monk, all caps, no spaces, password, Trudy. I like how you explained that because I wrote Mr. Monk, but it, it sounds the same as Mr. Mm-hmm. Monk. So I put Mr. Monk on the World Wide Web. And Julie says, she says something like, oh, so you know, like, this is a computer or something. Mm-hmm. Or no, this is a mouse. So he sits down and Julie says, okay, mouse is. This is mouse. <laughs> and she's like, and this is a mouse pad. And he's whoa, like, whoa, it's so rubbery. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> I love that. Um, Monk calls Natalie at three in the morning. It's like, I won. I won a game of solitaire. The cards, they're dancing. It's wonderful. How soon can you be here? <laughs> I put loves the dancing cards so much. That is so cute. And he creates his first email oh, yeah. account, Mr. which monk. is really cute. And cute oblivious monk is the best, right? Because mm-hmm. he's clueless. But Julie's laptop skin is popping. For real. I don't need a badge to come back. I don't need a badge to tell me wrong from right. I don't need a badge to tell me day from night. I thought that was funny because the very last episode was visits a farm mm-hmm. and he goes back to get his badge, and then I don't need a badge. I was like he does need a badge, but anyway. Okay, I don't know if you like this part, but I put the the overall message was cute. Where Doctor Kroger is like a nice cheerleader for Monk when Monk is all down because the guys basically called him a relic and he's mm-hmm. irrelevant and whatever. And Doctor Kroger, he's actually really sweet, and he's like. Uh, Adrian, you're amazing without a computer. Like maybe, you know, maybe technology would just slow you down. Like I've seen, you know, your great work. (laughs) And then he probably should have just stopped there because then he starts singing and he's like reminiscing his old days about, I I thought you might think it was weird, but I remembered the song once he started singing it. And I was like, oh gosh, this is so silly. He's like reminiscing his old days where he would, he say like, I was in a theater acapella group or something. Uh-huh. And he's like, and we always sang this song at the end of every single performance. And it's like, hammer will be the death of me. And then Monk is just looking at him like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I do not care about this, which is funny and true. Like, I don't care about this. And he's like, no, but you see... The hammer is like a message. Like he goes against the steel thing and then he, he wins. And he's like, oh, so I win. And he's like, yeah, that's the message of the song. And he says, and he laid his hammer down and, and he, he died. died. <laughs> <laughs> so he died? 
Oh, well, yeah, I guess, I guess he did die. <laughs> but you you don't have to die. It's like, okay, Kroger, you're <laughs> taking your hammer and you're digging a ditch with it right now. For real. Um, Stotty with a comeback, he's like proud of Monk and he's he's got his full confidence in Monk. And Monk comes up with the victory at the end of the day. And that's all I have for my likes. Okay, yeah, I have Stottlemyre stuff too. I have, he stands up for Monk, right? And then he has two burns as well. So I have Natalie Burns and Stotty Burns. So I was like, okay, I got this. The first one is when Randy is playing in the open, like, plaza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Stottlemyre's like, yeah, you might have a problem with this plan. The first person that attacks him might not be the killer. It might be me. Yeah. Because his playing was terrible. His He's just, like, doing terrible. the one-man band thing mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't need a band. <laughs> it was pretty bad. And then... The last one is the major Stoudemire burn. Uh huh. When he throws the phone at the back of the guy, and the guy falls down, and he turns to that cocky little agent and is like, "Oh look, one of your gizmos actually caught oh, the killer." Yeah. So I remember that. Yeah. That, that was, was like, good. I, how come I didn't? That might have been what I meant by Stoudy was a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. He was. He was. A, he he stayed with his roots this episode. All right, so what did you not like about this okay, episode? Okay, Candace, I, I, I'm I, sure you're overflooded with dislikes as well, but why does Julie have to say when Monk's, like, slowly moving his cursor? It's not like it's a Ouija board, Mr. Monk. She's so creepy. Am I wrong? Yeah, I don't know why she says the Ouija board thing. Mm-hmm. That was really weird. And then... I wrote that down, and then completely unrelated to that, they had, like, the six-way killer, and they were like, well, why, like, 36, and why six-way killer? And they're like, well, it's the mark of the beast, like, 666. Yeah. And I was like, this episode has some creepy vibes. Yeah, it does. I thought it had creepy sure. vibes. So I totally, I totally get what you're saying. Um, oh, we forgot a part. I don't know if you put this in your dislikes, though, because I thought it was cute. When when Julie, she's trying to be sweet and she's trying to teach Mr. Monk, but then she catches herself. She's like, oh, you can make an email to me, email your, my mom. My mom oh, can email so you. I was like, that was she's, really No, I put that on my dislike because she's rude. Yeah. She catches herself, though. But it's like, rude. She starts to say it and then she's like, oh, we don't have any friends. Well, because if you know someone doesn't have any friends and you're about to say it, you don't want them to be like, oh, I don't have any friends. So he's like, oh, it's for your f- my mom. So my mom can email you. Mm, okay. But anyway, of course, Agent Thorpe is a total tool. Yeah. Like, what the heck? He was looking at Mr. Monk with that earpiece in his ear. Mm-hmm. And he's like, go ahead. And he's like, oh, you know, well, we just got here ourselves. So we're trying to kind of catch up. He's like, what are you doing? I'm not talking to you. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. I just thought you were saying. He's like, what? What are you saying? And he's like. Uh, he's like, you, I'm talking to you. Give me an answer. And looks like, are you talking to me? I don't understand. And then finally the guy's like, Billy, let me call you back. Yeah. He's like, have you been hiding under a rock? Do you not know what an earpiece is? And now he's like, it's no, dumb. he's just never seen one. It's like, yeah, but you also were looking at him. Like if you have a Bluetooth in your ear, why would you be looking at somebody you're not talking to and saying those things? Yeah. Like, I feel like that guy has been living under a rock because that's not how you use Bluetooth. Yeah. That was super rude. It was rude. Natalie is so pregnant in this episode. Yeah. Because she's been pregnant in a few other episodes, and Candace 
has told me, and I haven't, like, seen it. Or I just figured out that she's been, like, pregnant this whole time, this episode. And she is so pregnant. Yeah, so what happened was I was going to try to see if he had realized it, like, while we were watching like, they, they, I will say they do a pretty good job of it. Like, if you don't know if she's pregnant, you're not looking for it. So yeah. you don't know. But I, th- I think they do a pretty good job. But anyway, we were watching it on the computer and on Amazon. It has some trivia. And he read the trivia. And yeah. was like, what? She's pregnant? That's crazy. And I was like, yeah, she's been pregnant for a while. Yeah. And so we reminisced about how she looked pregnant in the, in the Mr. Monk and the Leper. Like, she's jumping in the hot air balloon and she's totally pregnant. Mr. Muck makes a friend. I think she's pregnant. Mr. Muck is at your service. She was pregnant and did not have a pillow in her stomach. What What was the last one? Oh, Mr. Muck visits a farm. Mm-hmm. She was pregnant too. She was holding the box when she comes in. And then she sends Mr. Muck off to the farm. So that way she doesn't have to have a big storyline. So, yeah. yeah. Julie was dissing Muck with the email thing. And also, it's very cliche, like, technology. And it, like, the props were, like, all fake. And they... Yeah, like, it, was, it wasn't even like that big of a thing in like time because like, wow, they have computers now. Like you always had computers. What made them be like, oh, let's make an episode about technology? Yeah, it was very Men in Black esque, which like you said, like yeah, that came out like, in the nineties, and so like this was in what two thousand and seven. So. Why would they just be like ten years later? Like you said, they heck they have these gadgets already. Why are they making she says, a big deal? Julie about, literally says, "Welcome to nineteen ninety eight, because they have always had those. the internet." Yeah, which yeah, Blade? Okay, ready? You're not ready for this, Candace, because the dude from Blade looks exactly like, or like, because he 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 wears the same like weird jacket, oh, yeah. and I could not get over that. He wears the same leather jacket that's super. Like, cliche. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, why would you make your character so cliche? Yeah, I, I get that. Like, oh, this character has technology, technology bad, so he bad. And I, I have two quotes that I love that are just absolutely terrible. So, Candace, hurry up. I'm so ready for this. Okay, so, again, with Agent Thorpe, right? When the very first thing he does with the Bluetooth, super mean, and then they're in the morgue, and Mr. Monk is trying to look at the body who actually is the whole key to the case, mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't think this lady was, you know, died on natural causes, whatever, and he's like, cover her up, cover her up, mm-hmm. step away, step away, and I'm like, he's not a dog, like, oh my gosh, and then at the end, when he's like, are you even a man, he like kicks him off the case, yeah. And he's like, go home now. That's right. Walk away. Walk away. Keep walking. Don't turn around. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. Who talks to somebody like that? Like, Stottlemyre did not stand up for him in that moment. Yeah. Now that I'm playing that back in my head. I'm like, I know he messed up, but like, yeah, no. Okay, here are my quotes. It's not like it's a Ouija board, Mr. Monk. This is the best forensic web in the country because the guy's talking about the, the van, so I just made it, like, sound stupid. And then, you've never seen a plastic screen TV before? It's so dumb. It's so uh, dumb. Did somebody say that? Yeah. That oh, okay. Agent Thorpe. I thought you said when that when he's, when he's writing on the, what's it called? Mm-hmm. The black, the blackboard, the TV. He's, you've never seen a plastic screen TV before? 
Okay, dude. I don't care, dude. I thought it's... you said plasma screen. I think you said plastic. I don't know. Plastic doesn't really make sense, but also the TV because... screen did look plastic. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he did say plastic. I just thought I thought he said plasma, but I have a couple of more. Mr. Monk is a dinosaur. That was really sad. The he yeah. like call him a dinosaur, and then when he walks by the museum, and he's like, "I should be in there." <laughs> Because I'm, yeah. I'm old and I'm irrelevant. I'm a dinosaur. That was sad. And then they tackled the harmonica player. Oh, yeah. That was, that was so dumb. That was messed up. That was messed that up. That would have been cool if that guy had got to play with Randy. That yeah. would have been sick. That would have been awesome. And then my last thing is this was one of those episodes where the killer was really random and out of nowhere. Yeah. And so you, like, literally had never seen that guy before and you... Never even saw that woman's face that died. So it was like when they were doing the whole summation, it was like completely just like, I'm just watching two people I have known nothing about. Mm -hmm. Never even seen their face. So that was my last one. one. He's He's the the guy. guy. Okay, per usual, and he's the guy. I have absolutely nobody. So Okay, so I was going to talk about Natalie being pregnant in this segment. Okay. So, but we kind of already discussed it. But so, so that's basically also because I, I didn't have any. He's the guys. So I would have thought that that uh, the main agent would have been in something. But I, I really don't recognize him just other than this. Like, yeah, but I did. I wanted to mention this random thing because it actually reminded me because there was a medical examiner in this episode. Yes. And I was like, oh, you remember the other medical examiner who is no longer on the show because he's in prison now, mm-hmm. right? Gordo? Mm-hmm. So we know Gordo from Mr. Monk Gets Fired in season three and in the fashion show in season four. I listened to the Office Ladies podcast, right, with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey. Of course. And they, they're they doing like a rewatch, but they're like behind the scenes stuff more so than plot-related things. But mm-hmm. anyway, so they were doing their episode, season two, episode 21, called Conflict Resolution. Okay. And Angela Kinsey mentions her good friend, Scott Adsit. <gasps> and I was like, I know that name because he was on my He's the Guy segment on my podcast. And so I was like, right. oh my gosh, she's talking about her friend, Scott Adsit. And she was like, yeah, we knew each other uh, from improv. And so it was really cool for him to actually get to be on the show that I was on. And so she was talking about memories from that. And Jenna mentions that Scott was on Monk on that episode. What? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, he was in season three and season four. That's a big, that's a big, uh, what's it called? That was like a huge, like Monk shout out on their podcast. I was like, Oh my gosh! They're the and biggest. So, they're probably the biggest podcast for like TV shows out there. I know. I love their podcast. They have so much fun. They yeah. they bring so much joy, and they're so cute. Like us. I love them. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I just thought I would mention that because Gordo is gone. But it it kind of it kind of reinforces the fact that we do this segment. Like yeah, it was, that was like a long payoff. Yeah. Like how would we have ever known the name Scott Adsit? Never. No. But the fact that we, like, look these names up and kind of educate ourselves a little bit. And then it's fun to see people in other things where mm-hmm. they're, like, especially the ones we were, like, oh, I know that guy from everywhere. Where is he from? Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought I would add that little thing. And, yeah, Natalie's prego. It's, it is really funny. She's totes prego. One of my favorite ones is Mr. Muck and the Leper. 
when she goes, it's at the very end, and she goes out on a date, I think, with the leper. I think it's at the end. She's wearing yeah. this blue dress, and I notice, because you can they show the top half, and she's, like, almost always wearing black. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing a blue dress, and Julie's going to help her, like, put her jacket on or something. Uh-huh. And they show all of Julie's body, but Natalie's walking, and she stops right in front of this lamp. Uh-huh. And all you can see is, like, chest up. And I'm like, That's oh, funny. my gosh, she's wearing a blue dress, but she's hiding behind this lamp. And then Mr. Munkin the Leper, honestly, is probably the most obvious. She's wearing black, but when they're, like, running to the hot air balloon before they get there, like, there's a major cut where she is just straight up pregnant and running. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, they also mention it in the – so, you don't think I'm cheating, but – they, they mention it in the commentary, too. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I was super pregnant. She was, like, eight months pregnant when she oh, was wow. filming The Leper, which makes me wonder slash question, what order did they film these in? Mm-hmm. Because if you watch Mr. Monk on the air, she is not pregnant. Mm-hmm. And that was episode 13. Yeah. She's super skinny, and they show her. So that was either, I would assume that's after she came back. Because mm-hmm. she, she was very skinny, and she'd obviously been pregnant for several episodes. So I'm actually interested to see in our last one, which is the finale. Uh, I'm interested to see in our last one that we have here if she's still pregnant. Yeah. So I, I forget. So Very interesting. But that's it. Junk time. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to My Favorite Time and Yours to the show where I eat junk and Candace asks me questions. But you already ate all of your I already ate all my Twix. Twix. So. It was really yummy. I finished it all before here's what happened. <laughs> it was delicious. I loved every second of it. It's really good cold like that. I know. Almost tastes like it's on Where an ice cream. Where did you get cream. these? They're so good. Um, the Dollar Tree. <laughs> They're good. All right. My first question. Going with the creepy vibes of this episode. Okay. If you had to choose one of the six ways... To kill someone, which would you choose and why? Uh, okay, so we got suffocation. We have... Mm, bludgeoning. Sh- bludgeoning. Shooting. Stabbing. Crushing. And poisoning. And poisoning. So, it's, 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 not a, it's not a bad order, but if you chose one. I think crushing would have to be the hardest to clean up. Well, you don't have to clean it up. Oh, then I do suffer the not suffocation. That, oh, that would be pain. No, that would be pain. I'm saying uh, no suffocation, no bludgeoning. No, okay. The best one would have to be poison. That's what, you I, just, that's you what just I'm eject thinking. And then yeah. you just because I don't want to. Uh, right. Either that or your sh- gunshot because yeah. Yeah. at least I'd be able to shoot a gun. Stabbing is well. too personal. Yeah. It, however, it does. It does seem sad. easy. It does seem easier than suffocating someone. Also, I will say, though, bludgeoning, like, I've always thought, like, well, if someone breaks into my house, the first thing you think is, I'm going to grab something and like hit him bat. over the head. Yeah. So, like, may- maybe that wouldn't be that bad. But, again, you're talking about, like, we're not serial killers here. I'm talking, like, self-defense. Yeah. I'm not, But I'm also not going to poison a, bra- I'm <laughs> a also, person that breaks into my yeah, house. I'm also not going to, what's it called, run over someone who breaks into my house. <laughs> I have always get thought to about the it because I get you know sometimes I get that feeling like oh gosh what if somebody like robbed this store right now and yeah. like I'm sitting in the car and like someone else is going inside and I'm like mm-hmm. I could legit just like if this guy <laughs> pulled, if this guy pulls out a gun right now I just crash through this <laughs> store and no one would see it coming 
And so, yeah, I mean, so I, maybe I could break, crush someone that breaks into somewhere, but... That, yeah. But the thing is, if you don't get, kill them on the first try, because I know it's possible to survive something like that, so it's just like, just over and over again trying to kill them with your car. Uh. That would be the, I would say that'd be the least personal. It's, it's, you're the furthest, like, separated from, okay, just close your eyes and just drive, you yeah. know? Like, that, that might be, like, the easiest, like, and you drive away and you're like, okay, bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is also coming from people who obviously aren't killers. Like yeah. I said, just just for the record, we're not killers. So we can have... I choose all six? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did see this this twenty twenty the other day though, where this woman put out a hit on her husband, and or they were asking the husband at the end, like, was this a surprise that she like had done this? He was like, oh yeah, I was totally shocked, and then. But then someone brought up, like, what was there ever an incidence with a Starbucks drink? And he was like, oh, yeah, there was. One day she gave me this Starbucks drink, this iced tea she brought home, and I took one sip out of it, and it was disgusting, and I spit it out. And then after that, I was sick for two weeks. And it turned out she had put antifreeze in his drink, and I tried to poison him before she put a hit out on him because her poisoning didn't work. Wow. Yeah. I was like... This lady's cray crazy. Yeah. I heard this story where this girl's sister, like, or this girl's brother, he's like, like twenty something. And he was like on the dark web because he was he just wanted to know what it was like. So he found this game on the dark web, and he started playing it. And somehow the owner of the game got his credit card number and said, "If you don't, like, you have to come back every day and play this game, or I'll literally like use your credit card for like everything." So he had to go every day and there's like a group of people who would be every day for like seven years and this was a youtuber she she was like talking about her brother they would go for like seven years and they every day they would play that game i was like what the heck i was like at some point you just have to give up honestly it's like some like riverdale yeah gargoyle what is it called gargoyle, gargoyle king oh gosh yeah no i, I like don't it. like riverdale I, I watch it so my next question for junk time is which of their fancy gadgets would you choose to have? Their gizmos. Gadgets and gizmos are plenty. <laughs> uh, uh, who's it's or what's it's galore? Ooh. Bars. You want thingamabobs? <laughs> I've got 20. <laughs> okay. So their gizmos are definitely fake, but... The red to green light machine, for sure. Oh, that's a good one. I like that one. That one is so stupid, but it's so cool. No, that was cool. I actually like the the little gadget that he had where they're like, all right, we're going to have to get this to the to the crime lab. And he's like, already done. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. And does this. It reminds me of, Tell please tell me someone out there had this too. I was in a Pokemon when I was younger, uh-huh. and they have you know how Ash Ketchum has his little the Pokedex. Pokedex. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I had a Pokedex. In the newer ones, they have Pokedexes. The Pokedex like talks, and he's like, that's like their new like technology in that real world. Like it's it's like a person, and it like, it's so weird. It's so weird because I was watching it the other day, and I'm like, what? But yeah, so I I had a Pokedex and. It was a little red one that opened, and it would look just like Ash Ketchum's. Yeah, it looked like that. Yeah. yeah. And it was super cool, and I was super cool. So I, I would choose the guy's little gadget, and yeah. But the, the red light to green light thing, that, that's super cool, too. Yeah. All right, so 
junk time is almost over, but... There's more? I have one last thing. So, actually, a few days ago, my very special co-host had a birthday. <gasps> That's me! And he went from being just a little tweeny boy... Just a little tweeny boy. A little teenager. To a... To, to a teenager to a man to i'm just a kidding man to an, i'm a man now <laughs> doesn't his voice sound different he's a man now. Yeah, I'm I'm a man. yeah no seriously though so he's 13 now and what? so he's actually an official what? teenager that's right so this that's is, exciting this is no longer the junk mug podcast with a kid it's the junk mug podcast with a cool teenager oh that's so now right. our show is like officially like what is it like lit lit or Lit fail. Just in case there were any like yeet. Twelve year olds and below who watched us, I had to get them covered before I turned thirteen. So now we have all the teenagers as well. We got we got all the old people with Candace. Excuse me, I'm <laughs> in my twenties, so <laughs> and then Wait till I turn thirty, then we'll have all the thirty year olds. We have too. all the boomers with Candace and then with me, we have all the youngsters. Gosh. Always. Anyone that's literally over being a teenager is a boomer. This is, I love my life right now. What a, what a time to be living. That's true. So, yeah, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, I got a new phone. He did. He that's why I've been ha- looking stuff up on the recent episodes because I got a new phone. And it's, it's the best phone in the whole family. That's right. It's an iPhone 11 Pro Max. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very proud of it because... It's so, basically, he does have... That gadget. I do have the gadget. It, it doesn't change the lights, but it I pretty wish. much does everything else. So That's true. All right. Birthday boy. Junk time's over. Plot holes. Okay, welcome back to plotties. Um, whoa, whoa. I would like to go Only f- if you have a stotty plotty can you call it plotties. Remember the rule. Okay, stotty plotty. Ready? I, I'll, I just came up with a stotty plotty right here on the spot. His aim? Too good. What if he... What if... Stottermeyer's not that dumb. What if he just missed it? And the guy is like, just gets away. <laughs> or what if it hits the guy and it just bounces off and the guy keeps on running? Well, okay. That's my stotty plotty. Yeah, how did it There's even... no way on the history of the planet a cell phone in your shoulder blade knocks a full-grown man on the ground. Yeah, no way. There, no. That That is a big stotty plotty right there. I, I love you, Stottermeyer, for the... For the comeback, but there's no way a phone knocks somebody down. Yeah. The red light green to green light machine really doesn't make sense. When, like, not even... Is that a thing? It I don't is think, a thing. That's a thing? Well, emergency vehicles have them. So, like, I, I don't... I think cops might have them. People say, like, no, no, cops don't have those. I don't know, but I'm almost certain that, like, ambulances have some type of something like that see but here's but i don't thing. think it it does not it does not go green 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 yeah it's like i'm upcoming to yeah. a thing and then i safely change the light from whatever it doesn't just go boom and automatically work it doesn't do that yeah because that's dangerous because, anyway yeah because that did not make sense and did they update like street like signs and stuff or have they always been the same because I feel like now we have the technology to do that, but back then we, they didn't. 
Are you still talking about the green light, red yeah. light thing? I th- I think so. I think those have been around for a while, for at, at least on ambulances. I, and I know for a fact that there was an episode of 911, because I mm-hmm. watched that show. There was an episode of that where recently the one of the paramedics used that, and then they had a car accident. Mm-hmm. And so she was, like, freaking out, because she's like, I changed the light, and then I crashed into somebody. I wasn't paying attention. It was stupid, and she's all upset about it. Mm-hmm. So at least... You know, not everything is true, but at least they, they had that gadget, whether, you know. Yeah. Again, it's a fictional TV show, so you don't know if that's true. <laughs> Go ahead with your plotty. Okay. Is there such thing as a co-pilot? Yeah. But you don't, you only call yourself a co-pilot if oh. you're already a pilot. You don't, you don't say, what do you do for work? Oh, you're not You don't just say, I'm a co-pilot. co-pilot. Though I thought the way that they worded that, it was like just a setup for that joke. Because she's like, oh, he's a pilot or something. And she's like, yeah, well, he's a co-pilot. I'm like, well, aren't all pilots co-pilots at some point? They sit next to another pilot and it makes them a co-pilot. I'm like, I don't, I don't. I think it's just because they have, they have specific uniforms. Four stripes is the pilot. Three, three or two stripes is the co-pilot. So that means that you have like a specific uniform based on. So maybe they're all right. Maybe they're... I think maybe the stripes are like a like a patch, like how you get a letter yeah. in jacket patch, so they have like a different patch on there. I'm guessing or the co-pilot is like kind of still in training. Okay, that but makes not sense. Really. I think you would definitely be able to use co-pilot and pilot interchangeably if they're both like trained enough, because they're not that different besides like, oh, I'm sleeping, you take control. Oh, I'm sleeping, you take control. Yeah, I've just I, I and I actually feel like that's a really good point. Now that you have your phone, you're gonna like debunk everything I ever say. I know, but which is okay. That's that's part of the fun. But I I've known a couple of pilots that were in training, uh-huh. and I've never heard them say, "Well, I'm a co-pilot." It's just something I've never heard. Uh-huh. So I could be completely wrong. So there you go. Okay. Um, my next thing is this one's this one's kind of silly, but Monk doesn't need a seatbelt. Because the guy yells at him, but then Natalie's seat has a seatbelt. It's like, you don't see, you don't need a seatbelt, Mr. Monk. This is built like a tank. And Natalie's like, oh, mine has a seatbelt. <laughs> like, yeah, that was almost a, that was almost a miniature Natalie burn again. Yeah. It's like, well, mine has a seatbelt. So you can switch. It's like, what? Okay, the lab tank van thing. Excuse me? That thing was outrageous. Because I know, I definitely know that those are, like, things today, but, like, that was, that looked like the inside of a Star Wars, like the Death Star. Like with the lights. Did you see that whole wall with like lights blinking? Yeah. It was Like what could rid- they have possibly been it doing? It was ridiculous. That was crazy. Like There's what could no they have way. possibly been doing? And like yeah. with all of those, they, it looked like a like operator from the 50s. Like, like, all right, I'll connect you. I'll connect you. I'll mm-hmm. connect you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. Monk has never ever in the history of ever that I have seen made a list like that for a crime. It's all in his head. Yeah. And he doesn't write anything down. Yeah, they put that. So why on earth would he be writing on a blackboard? I do not understand that. Maybe since they're working as a team, he wanted to show the team the ideas. (laughs) Oh. Now you made mine sad. Oh, and then when he squirts the what's it called on it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like disintegrating the TV. Why would it disintegrate? Why would they have that there? What was that? Did he he said he had to have said what it was. Yeah, I he forget. Did. 
But, yeah, something disintegrated it. It was so dumb. Okay, another super silly one. Julie plays extreme go-karts on her (laughs) computer. (laughs) It's like... Mr. Monk, all you have to do is click extreme go-karts. I'm like, what? Julie? Yeah. I will say, like... Julie's a gamer. We all played, like, pocket tanks when I was in school and, like, stuff. So, I'm not like... I'm not like, oh, she's a girl. She can't play that. She's a girl lamer or something. I don't know. That was that was a joke. For, did you see that? From, it was a PewDiePie video or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't believe I just said those words. That's Call so me a funny. boomer. That's so Call funny. me a boomer I thought right you got now. It, I thought you got it from the what would you do. But he, he got it from that. I got it from that. Girl gamer, more like girl, girl lamer. <laughs> it's so dumb. Anyway, so I'm not calling Julie a girl lamer, but... <laughs> It was just very, like, extreme go-karts. I don't know. I, I just noticed it. Joy didn't strike me as the type. She uses it to chat with her friends to go yeah. to a sleepover and then also plays extreme go-karts. Yeah. And it's, like, the only thing that's on her computer. So, I don't know. Whatevs. Also, the what whole weird FBI guys was just dumb. Like, they all jump out of the car at the same time and, like, have their fancy earpieces on. And, and the music. The leather, th- 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 leather jackets. Leather jackets. Yeah, they did. They looked like Blade, Men in Black. Yeah. Leather was, trench coat. Like, they yeah. They exactly like Wesley Snipes. That's, that's funny. Um, okay, another comment about I don't need a badge. Why? Why? Tell me why you would play that song I don't during a stakeout. Yeah. He's talking about being a cop. That's true. In yes, the song. He totally is. This is a good plot hole. That, right? Okay, and and I think we might have breezed through the first two segments, and this is why. Because we both talked about, man, there's a lot of plot holes in this episode. Like, there's a lot. So that that's, I, I feel like that's a pretty good one. Yeah. Why would the FBI, whatever. I'll, I'll move on. Okay. My last one is, my last one's not actually a plot hole, so I'll just save that for last. This one is, though. The whole premise of the six-way killer thing was to distract people from not from for waiting for thirty-six hours before he tested yes. the contents. Right. So how did they? So why on earth would a medical examiner stop working on dead bodies for thirty-six hours when he only killed one person? Yeah. Right. So it he would have to kill a bunch of people. At he the same would time. kill ha- he, exactly. Thank you. He would have to kill a bunch of people so that the medical examiner would be backed up and be busy, mm-hmm. not just sitting around. So you're telling me that guy didn't work for a day and a half just because the that guy said so? Yeah. That n- no. What was he supposed to do? Retest everything? Yeah, that was tough. I I didn't think about that. That was a good one, right? Yeah. That's okay. A good one. Thank you. All right. So that was good. Last thing though, we have. Two repeat jokes in this one. You, okay, it's not a joke. Two repeat items in this okay. one. You caught one. Okay. You said the guitar callus when he was looking oh, at yeah. the guy's finger. Because we saw the one with the violin. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Which is the other episode that has Brooke Adams in it. Oh, really? So there's the guitar callus slash violin callus for the other one. And then we have Natalie saying, oh my god. A bunch, yeah. About the how many ways that he got killed, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, then he hit him. Oh my gosh! Then he poisoned him. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh! Then he suffocated him. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh! Okay, same joke as I believe it's Mr. Monk in the ball game. 
I could be totally wrong, but I know it's I know it's something like that. Mr. Muck in the ball game, I think, because Stottlemyre, I think, is explaining, or maybe it's Randy is explaining. Oh, well, the guy, you know, he didn't even die when he got shot. And Sean was like, "Oh my god!" And he's like, "Yeah, he crawled out of the mm-hmm. car and went to get help." And she's like, "Oh my god!" And like, and then he he crawled like seven miles or something. He's like, "Oh my god!" And like, so same exact joke, like same and same exact like this is how he died. And both assistants said the exact same thing. So, not a plot hole, but repeat joke. And yeah. we had last week, we had the repeat from the piece of paper. Yeah. When Randy goes into the wrong hotel room and the wrong restaurant table. So, same thing, right? Basically, same thing. All right. Done with plot holes. There you go. That was good. Okay. We're on to our next. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moments. Okay. As as I said last episode, why do we start off? I don't know. I don't know. You, you right, know you're kids. the one that made that up, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, we can stop if you want. We can stop saying it. Eh, I, I like it. I like it. I think it's going to sound like weird it. without it, but we would we'd five, get used to it five, eventually. Five, 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 five. Maybe season six will drop Ready? it. Ready? Out of ten TV screen blackboards. Oh, okay. I put out of ten outstanding mouse pads. That's a good one. Okay. Monk wishes he was in a coma. That's a repeat joke, too, actually, from Mr. Monk and the Sleeping Suspect. Really? Yep. Monk doesn't want to answer the phone. Yes. Then he doesn't know how to answer the phone. Monk wants Julie to teach him her ways. He has never seen Bluetooth. Monk has to clean his keyboard every time he uses it. Monk needs a seatbelt. And is freaking out about it. Mr. Monk, what time is it? It's exactly 2.55. And in Moscow... Hello? (laughs) 2.55 in 44 seconds. And in Paris, (laughs) it is. That was... That's a good one. Um, I put... He doesn't know how to use a computer, but he thinks the mouse pad is outstanding. Monk is booting up or loading. His... His solid Trudy password. (laughs) That almost made Monk LOL... Oh, he vacuums his keys. He not only sprays out the dust, he uses the dirt devil to vacuum them out. <laughs> That's all I have. The dancing cards are the highlight uh-huh. of his experience. Oh, yeah. They're, they're dancing. It's good. He uses the CD tray as a cup holder. Oh, yeah. He's like, ah. <laughs> it keeps popping out. Uh-huh. He must be He's pushing some button uh-huh. on the computer shortcut, and it's popping out, and he's like, Guess I'll just put my cup there. It's so cute. Yeah. And he sent the SWAT team to Julie's party. Okay. Out of 10 TV screen blackboards, I'm giving him a 6 out of 10. Okay. Out of 10 outstanding mouse pads, I gave him a 3 out of a 10. Really? Yeah. He's crazy, crazy. Okay, wait, but hang on. It kind of makes sense, though, because didn't... Last time you rate him higher, like one higher, and I rated one higher, and then now we each are rating one point lower. I I think it kind of makes sense. Okay, so Monk obviously is, it's pretty crazy just in the general sense that he doesn't know how to use all of these technological things, but it's not, it's, there's a lot of people like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I will admit they're probably like older and they don't have a need for those things. But again, if you don't have a need for those things, then 
you don't have a need for those things. Yeah. So it's not it's not super crazy to like not have technology when you're just like, yeah, I don't. And he has an assistant. Like if I had an assistant, I would probably give them my phone and be like, who texted me? Text them back. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't have the need to have my phone in my hand and text people back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if I if only I could not have those those burdens. Yeah. So I gave I gave him three mouse pads. Not too, not too many. So rate this episode. Okay, I, I, I'm getting right into it, Candace. I'm gonna rate Monk out of ten. A or not rate Monk. Rate this episode a seven out of ten. Really? That's interesting. It's I, either seven out of ten or like a four out of ten. I don't know. That's just I me. went with a 10.7. 10.7. Really? The exact same. Okay. Exact same. Well, so, there's disputes here. Yeah. Not one of my favorite episodes. The mean agent was in it a little bit too much. I, I kind of likened it to the episode Mr. Monk Gets Fired when the commissioner is really mean. Do you remember that episode with the toupee? Mm-hmm. And Sharona rips the toupee off yeah. the guy's head. So it's you have the same type of thing where you have a boss who fires him. Yeah. But that guy is not helping them solve the case. He's just there to say, solve the case. So you have like just enough of that guy. And so yeah. I kind of I kind of related those. And then in this episode, in my opinion, this agent didn't get enough comeuppance for being the yeah. amount of jerk that he was. Yeah. So that was a little that was a little downer for me. However, seeing Monk enter the 21st century was very sweet. Mm-hmm. And I also like that he gives it all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. 10. I like 7. it. Uh, we'll, 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 this, this is fun. I'll see you. It's fun. Um, next week, guys, is going to be our season finale. It better be good. It better be really good. I'll, okay, I'll decrease my hopes so that I'm a little bit more surprised. Because, okay... Just just real quickly, we had Mr. Monk in the airplane, Mr. Monk, is the jury duty the season? Oh, the jury duty is the season finale, right? It's I think so. Or is it Mr. Monk and the Kid? Jury. Oh, no, jury duty season four. Mm-hmm. Mr. Monk and the Kid is season three. And then I don't, what's, I always forget season two. Mr. Monk goes to jail because that's where we start when he goes to Manhattan. Yeah. The next time. So, yeah, I mean. We've had, we've had some pretty good season finale, so it does it does kind of have to live up to the yeah. jury duty. That's kind of rough. That's jury duty is amazing. Okay, okay, like okay we we'll got see. we got to we'll lower see. our standards. We'll see. We got to lower jury yeah, duty standards. Yeah. We can't we can't go with that. Jury duty standards are way too high. The, that's way too high. Let's go. Mister Monk goes to jail. Okay, and we'll be like, okay. oh, that was better than that. <laughs> so, all okay. right, guys, we'll see you next week. Give birthday boy a kiss. Give birthday boy a kiss. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video, and of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.